Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate that. We'll get to this in a little bit, okay? Uh, anybody out there like country music? Okay, if you love country music, give me a yeehaw. Okay, well, I had no... Everybody basically bought Roping the Wind back in whatever that was, like 92. So that, that was my extent of country music because everybody owned it. And you ha even if you don't care to admit it now, everybody owned that album by Garth Brooks. And he's amazing. But I married a country music lover. And so I like country music from 19, basically from 90 to 95, because that is what was on the radio while we dated and is what she liked. And then of course you have Alabama, which covers everything and not the state or the football team, boo. But the band, yes. And so my son enjoys Alabama now and I'll hear some Zach Brown band coming from his room and so I'm listening to a little bit of newer country stuff because of his interest and I've been hearing this song on the radio by Dirk Bentley I hope I'm saying that right it's spelled weird he's a little unusual is that right okay catchy tune but it's called Burning Man has anybody heard that song on the radio and maybe bobbed their head a little bit to it as they're moving along let me read you some of the lyrics this morning I'm a little bit steady but still a little bit rolling stone I'm a little bit heaven but still a little bit flesh and bone little found little don't know here I am I'm a little bit holy water but still a little bit burning man And yes, that'll preach. So here we go. I believe this tells a story. And I'm singing along to those, I'm singing along to that song. And I'm like, man, this is catchy. This is good. And I'm listening to the words. And I'm like, no, this isn't good. Uh, it isn't what God wants for us. It shows a picture of where we, many of us get stuck in. And that's this tension between a life serving God and a life chasing the things of the world. And, and so many Christians get stuck where they're trying to take a step forward in Jesus, but they refuse to pull this other foot out of what they enjoy and what they know. And so there's a fear that says, I don't, I don't know if what I'm trading for can be better than what I already have. And so uh, many times it's not out of straight rebellion like, God, I just don't want what you have. I think many times it's out of, I I'm just not sure, or I don't know this, or I don't know that this foot still shouldn't be here. Do you see what I'm saying? And so we have this tension where we want to follow Jesus. Is it okay if I go right to Mach 2 right out of the gate today? Okay, here we go. We want to follow Jesus, but something knocks us off the rails. And so I've seen so many people take that, that, that moment where they say yes to Jesus, and it's a moment we live for. I, this, the purpose of this church is to introduce lost people to God. And we got baptisms next week, which I'm so excited about. Hopefully more will we'll jump in. And uh, we've got two adults that are, that are getting baptized next Sunday. And, and those are moments where you are telling the world that I'm choosing to follow Jesus. And that life isn't easy and bumps and, and bruises will come along the way. We'll, we'll lose focus and things like that. We can get off track. But too many times I've seen in ministry, I've seen somebody just, they get knocked off a little bit and then a little bit more and then a little bit more and then it's, they're not walking with Jesus at all anymore. So we're in this series, it's called Alien Nation. 
And Christ knew what we would be up against. And he described his people and he describes us today as being in this world, but not of this world. And so this is week three of alienation. We are answering the question of how do we follow Jesus in the world we live in? Does that sound practical? Good. Next Sunday, we are going to blow the roof off this, off this place in celebration of five years of praising Jesus as family church. Some of you have come on. Who's been here for five years? A few of you have. God bless you. I just could kiss you. I kissed some of you. Anyways, I ain't kissing all of you. Who's been here since we got this building? Who came in in the last six months? I love you guys. I love you guys. God is doing something here. We are going to celebrate, blow the roof off this place, and we're going to have a meal afterwards. Part of Saturday's workday is going to be getting ready. We have transformed the basement already. It's, we're, we're just cleaning it so we can basically do the food service line down there and set up tables there, and if the weather allows, on our back patio so that we can eat and celebrate together. But we're going to have this joy of what God is doing in our life. And so this series is about how do we follow Jesus in the world we live in, and next week we are going to seal the deal. We're going to finish off this series and, and, and just blow the roof off the place, if that's all right. Jesus knew that this would be a tension to manage. And before he left, in his last hours, physically walking around with his disciples before the crucifixion, he found a little bit of alone time and he prayed to his Father God in heaven for everyone that would choose to follow him. So I want to read you this morning from John 17, 9 through 11. This whole series has been out of John 17. It's what many uh, preachers and, and Bible scholars call the, the real Lord's Prayer because the other one in Matthew is where he teaches us how to pray, teaches us how to pray, this is where Jesus prays, and he's praying specifically for us. John 17, verse 9. My prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me, because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me, so they bring me glory. Now I am departing from the world. They are stay staying in this world, but I am coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. Wow. Jesus prayed for us. Jesus knew that it would be a tension to manage. He experienced it. He walked it out. It cost him his life on the cross. He came with the same message of hope and deliverance for every person, and many rejected him. And he said that would be the case. And he said, when you choose to follow me, people will reject you. But they're really rejecting Christ inside of you. He knew this would be a tension for us to manage. And he knew what we needed to stay on track. So he prayed to his Father in heaven that we would hang on to four things so that we could stay on track. He prayed that we would have joy. He prayed that we would have unity. He prayed that we would have purity, and he prayed that we would have purpose. Those are awesome things. Joy, unity, purity, purpose. If we have these four, if we have those four, we're going to stay on track, and we're going to be healthy, 
And oh, by the way, when we're healthy, the world takes notice and it's attractive to the world because these four things are not found purely in the world. They're not. They don't exist out there. They do not exist outside of the heart of Jesus. They don't. And so when we have them and, and our lives are moving in them and when they see a church, a group of people and the larger church running in these things, they take notice. They may not accept but they're going to notice and it's going to be positive. Week one, we talked about joy. And we said that joy comes out of contentment, choosing to be satisfied with what you have. That is an internal decision. And so happiness is what the world has, and that's when everything is coming and going your way. And so then you're happy. Joy is saying, I'm going to be satisfied in Christ no matter what comes my way. I'm choosing it. And so you're knocked off the rails when you become unsatisfied and then something else looks more attractive to you. Week number two, last week we talked about unity. Unity comes from choosing the, to prefer your brother or your sister. Unity in your marriage comes from preferring your spouse. Unity at work comes from preferring your co-workers. Unity in the capital C church comes from honoring and, and acknowledging the way other people worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so it's about finding what's in common instead of focusing on what somebody else does that annoys you, which will happen regularly. And so what knocks you off the rails is offense. And all of us are, are offended on a regular basis. And guess what? You all are offensive on a regular basis. I say this to myself. I offend thee. But our satisfaction, our choice of preferring other people and, and, and knowing who we are in Christ will insulate us from those offenses driving wedges between us and other people. And so however thick your skin is, it's not a matter of just ignoring it or repelling it or, or pushing it way down and exploding five years later. That's fun. It's about saying, I'm okay if, if, if we do it your way. That's, that's cool. It, it gives no room for it. Today, we're talking about purity. And I want to read a few more verses from John where he specifically talks about this. 15, John 17, 15 through 19. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, talking about you and me, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world, and I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so that they can be made holy by your truth. One of my favorite Bible teachers said that this life that we're called to as Christians about being in the world but not being of the world is like being a ship on the water. Y'all ready for this? These are going to be my grandson's tub toys after today. 
He said this life as a believer is like being a ship on the water. Everything's okay until the water goes in the ship. We're in this world. We're in it, but we're not of it. And as soon as too much of the world is in us, well, we'll get to that. Purity. I think that's a scary word because I think people associate that with if I pursue a life of purity, then I'm doomed to a life filled with shame and guilt because all I'm going to do is worry about what I'm doing wrong. That's called religion. Okay? And none of us can, none of us can hold that line of perfection. But this is not about guilt and shame. It's about freedom from guilt and shame. Why do we want, why do we need purity? There's three reasons. We're going to go into them here for a little bit. One is clarity, two is intimacy, and three is authority. Clarity, intimacy, authority, and we'll explain those. Those can be, maybe those are too churchy of word. I apologize for it. Appreciate a pastor friend that we got to listen to at a, um, at a pastor's conference, a retreat a few weeks ago, and and uh, he was speaking on these to us, and, and they just came to life as we were as I was preparing for this week. And so I appreciate that. I needed to hear it again and again and again. Why does purity matter? One is clarity. What does pure water look like? It's clear. Now there's, I'm sure, plenty of little microbial things in there, but the fact that that came out of the tap this morning, you probably wouldn't be too bad off if you had to drink that if you're thirsty enough right now. But there's a clarity to when you're walking in purity. What do I mean by that? It's because you're not in that tension that we were talking about in that song. You're not, you're not torn between two directions. You're not torn between two emotions. There's, there's nothing else that has a big enough grip on you to keep you from hearing and obeying God's decisions are easier to see. They still can be challenging to make because God can give us some big things to do. But you'll have clarity. You will know what to do. It brings clarity to your life. And so many people stay in this haze of just confusion and muddiness and frustration trying to be a believer, trying to live in the world, not knowing what to do for God, not feeling like you have a lot to offer, not feeling like you're making a difference. And God says, I want you to have clarity in your life today. And clarity comes from purity. Number two, intimacy. Intimacy requires another big word. I'm using all of my big words today. Exclusivity. What does exclusivity mean? One and only. How does a marriage work when there's no exclusivity? It don't. It's bad. Bad. Why? 
Because intimacy comes from being the other person's one and only. And purity in God comes from Him being your one and only. And the Bible is full of a story from one end to the other end of His people cheating on Him. And his prophets, whoever will speak the word of God, will constantly deliver the word to God's people, just like he's using me today, to say, why will you not be exclusive with me? And he keeps chasing us. And he keeps being willing to forgive our episodes of stupidity. And takes us back over and over and over again, but he makes this promise that says, if I will be your one and only, intimacy with the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Creator of the universe, do you think that's going to benefit your life? Yeah. So our enemy wants to block these things from us. So number one was... Clarity. Number two was intimacy. The third thing is authority. Authority. What's that mean? Doesn't mean you get to boss people around. Doesn't work anyways. What does it mean give you authority? When you are walking in purity, it means that you hold your head a little higher. Actually, it means you hold your head up at all in many cases. Because that shame and that guilt that comes along with disobeying God's word, and his word hasn't or ever will change. And so when your life is out of alignment, which is called sin, when you are doing your thing instead of his thing, there is guilt and shame attached to that that will keep you from walking in the authority as a child of God because you're not acting like one. Does that make sense? And so even though we're going to still make our mistakes, bump our heads, bruise our toes, when my life is pursuing God's purity, my head goes up and I'm above sin instead of just flopping around in it like a pig in the mud. It gives me the peace and also the confidence to share to somebody else struggling and say, God pulled me out. I know a better way. But the first thing's going to come into your head when somebody else is struggling around you. This is what the enemy is going to tell you, and it's attached to shame. He's going to say, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? And many times, just that question alone is enough for us to shrink back and say, yeah, you're right. And so when we pursue purity with our lives, the reasons why we want it are so that we can have clarity, so we can see what we're supposed to be doing. Number two, so that we can have intimacy, that, so that we can walk with God. That's the whole purpose of the cross, was not just to save us, but so that we could have a relationship with him that looks just like the Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve walked and talked and lived in community with God. 
And so Christ just doesn't, he didn't just die so that we could make it to heaven. He died so that we could enjoy heaven now. Clarity, intimacy, and an authority. Why do people go off the rails in this area? We get polluted. And we wonder why the passion's gone. We wonder why we're not seeing God in our everyday moments. We wonder where the next victory is. And instead of seeing the joys and the triumphs and the things that God has done for you over and over in the moments coming up to today, all of a sudden you are blind to all of those and you enter a place where you don't see the hand of God on your life at all. 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 
life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. 
life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. 
life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. 
life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. 
life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. 
life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all. Life at all.